You are now listening to the Big Two Podcast. Play that beautiful intro music. Can't understand why people demand I gotta pick just one. What in the shop I've got two dobs by the clan of super sons. One pod has the goal to just want it all and okay what the people do. Modeling these symbols written for me. Listen to the big two. The big two. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez here at the Big Two Podcast, and we're here with our special holiday episode, and I've got our favorite co-host, Chanel Ward. How's it going, Chanel? Going good, Joey. Good to hear your voice, man. So happy to be back to doing the Christmas special. Yeah, we uh, you 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 had to take a little break because you had some family in town, so we had uh, my buddy Nate Vandenberg uh, kind of, he filled in for you a little bit there. We we definitely yeah. missed you though. He did he did a great job though. If there's anybody I like sitting in my seat, it's definitely him. So <laughs> thank you so much for thank you so much for that last minute though, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. I appreciate that again, Nate. Uh but today on our Christmas episode, we got some really cool stuff here for you guys. So first of all, what we're gonna be talking about here is we're gonna be talking about DC's New Year's Evil. And and we're only gonna be talking about that one book because it, it's got ten, I think ten stories, uh, all in in one book. And we're gonna take, uh, we're we're gonna kind of go back and forth talking about each story that we have in this book. And then we're gonna be talking about what's in your Christmas pool list. And I don't know, Chanel, do you have anything special in your Christmas pool list? You don't have to tell me, but you can just answer <laughs> with a yes or no. I have a few things, yes. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Do you? Do you as well? Yes, I, I, I have a few different things in my uh, Christmas pool list. Um, uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, you know, I'm th- excited to hear what you have. Yeah. Yeah. I got some pretty cool stuff. But uh, w- there's one thing here uh, I wanted to talk to you about that is uh, we got a new comic book day coming out on on uh, Christmas Christmas Day. And yeah. I don't know if you looked at any of the books that are supposed to be coming out, but there, there's only a handful of publishers that are actually pushing books out that day. Did you notice? Yeah, and even ones that push out 20, 30, 40 books. And I think it's only what I saw was like maybe 20 books at the most all together with all publishers. So, yes. Did you also know that the very next comic book day is going to be on New Year's Day? Oh, I did not look that far ahead. Yes, and I actually did a little bit of research into it. So, okay, um, with that with that being the matter, of course, um, I don't think our comic book stores will be open. So the twenty yeah. sixth, rather the day after Christmas, is when we'll be able to get our books. Unfortunately, okay. however, I don't. I'm not even sure if comic book stores are going to be open the day after Christmas or if they're going to take the week off. I don't think that will be the case, but I'm not quite sure. So I'm going to have to check with my comic book store and see what the case will be. And as far as um, the following Wednesday Mm -hmm. on new year's day, they, they don't think that it should be closed. Most comic book stores are open. They're saying, so I'm going to have, I think everyone should just check with their local comic book store on those two uh, days. Wow. That's interesting. I didn't, uh, I didn't look that far ahead, and honestly, I don't know if um, Monster Comics is going to be open on New Year's Day. I think they actually, I think they're talking about doing a 
New Year's uh, Eve party at in the shop, and they're going to be doing some really cool stuff. So I actually might be there, depending on uh, what we're doing with my family. We usually kind of do stuff with the kids, uh, but uh, depending on what's going on, I might stop into the shop and do something really cool there. So Yeah, that would be awesome. And even if you're not allowed to take your books out of the shop um, until Wednesday, like my comic book store doesn't allow, uh-huh then you know that's cool at least you'll be able to pick your books and have them ready for you for when you can pick them you could you'd you'd i would probably read it in the store i don't know about you but <laughs> well with all the stuff with the very small amount of stuff that's coming out you know yeah. me i usually get i usually get 20 on a pool so i'm like should i just get everything but <laughs> i don't want to do that you know so it's yeah. going to be a very short list a very short list right right <laughs> and then I, uh... I appreciate that i appreciate that though because um, you know, they know it's Christmas and everything. So, yeah. you know, don't so, break the bank too hard. you guys. Oh, oh, they're always breaking my bank. <laughs> Same. I'm glad I'm glad if they could pick one or two weeks out of the year not to do it. It's this two weeks. <laughs> right. Right. And, and the and before that, they've already they've already emptied out my pockets for Christmas stuff. <laughs> right. And then, well, and then uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to. Um, uh, our next segment, we're going to be talking about what's on your mind. And in that one, it's going to be um, uh, what you kind of asked Santa Claus for for this Christmas. Anything comic book related um, that you actually went and asked the big guy in the red. I, ha- I have it. I have something to ask for him. All right. Awesome. And then, uh, and then I've got a last uh, segment for you guys. Uh, we have not done this one yet with uh, Chanel. I I rolled this segment out last week with Nate, and we're going to be doing 20 questions. Are you ready for this one, Chanel? I was much more ready for um, the Wolverine one, (laughs) but I I will do my very best. So this week, we're going to be doing 20 questions on... Uh, The Batman Batman villain weaponry, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. So so we're going to be talking about Batman's rogues weaponry. So... uh, so that one's going to be a whole lot of fun. I'm excited for that one because I, I, I think it's so easy. You're, you're probably going to get it. I should probably just think of another one off the top of my head just to kind of like like get you real quick. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? You already have me because it's not like I'm, I, I'm already like struggling. I didn't do any research prior. Like if I would have done a Wolverine one, biased. Ghost, like Ghost Rider, biased. But when it yeah. comes to Batman villain weaponry, I yeah. mean, you got me stumped, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're more of a of a Wolverine fan, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, big time. Like that's totally my investment at this point, you know. And I'm I'm venturing <laughs> off to Batman. Like I read Year One and stuff like that. Nightfall. I'm not new new to it, but I don't know the old school stuff like I should. Well, this one's not too hard. I I'm not gonna go too hard on you. I'm gonna okay, make it really okay, easy. Cool. And um, so it, it, and obviously it, you you just ask yes or no questions, um, and then we'll give you a prize at the end. Awesome. Yay! I hope I win it. <laughs> I'm gonna right. donate it to myself for Christmas <laughs> from Santa, Santa Joey. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, let's go ahead and start. The Big Two is a spoiler podcast. You've been warned. We are a proud member of the One Four Three Podcast Network. All right, first off, we've got what's in your Christmas pool list. So, Chanel. I've got a few things in my pool list, and it's not necessarily the day of Christmas. It's kind of prior to Christmas. It's okay. more of the 18th. 
But what do okay. you have in your pull list? So I also have stuff from the 18th, and then I have a couple things from Christmas as well. Okay. And I have, and I also have one New Year's, one big New Year's comic that's coming out that I've been oh, really? for quite a while. I want to yes. hear about these. So uh, let's start with the what's what's coming out on the 18th, though. Okay. Okay, so I am. I'm really excited. I've been into the 2099s. I kind of missed out on the last few, but 2099 Omega number one comes out, and I'm gonna get that for sure. Um, also, Marvel Tales uh, Annihilation number one comes out when not, when mm-hmm. number ones come out for DC and Marvel. I like to tend to pick those up. You know, give everything a chance. Okay. Much. And then lastly, I have Revenge of Cosmic Ghost Rider number one, which will only nice. be a five series. But oh my god, I love Cosmic Ghost Rider. <laughs> I follow. I love Donny Cates. I know that Donny Cates didn't write the um, Cosmic Ghost Rider destroys the Marvel Universe, which I think is cool that he allowed for other writers to take on his character because it's an awesome character. So I'm excited to see who's going to, um, what direction this one is going to go in. And I like when they're only like five pieces too, because then I feel less pressure. <laughs> right. Yeah. I feel the yeah, same so way. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's all I have for the 18th. What do you got, Joey? So I have um, the final uh, book of Batman: The Last Night on Earth. Uh, that oh. one's coming out. Oh, that's coming out on the 18th. That one's coming out on the 18th. Yep. And oh, wow. I did something crazy, and I got A and B cover. <laughs> so I got. I, I I'll do the same. So I'm I'm getting both of those ones. <laughs> and yeah. then we've got Spider Man number three. This is the J J Abrams and Henry Abrams book. Oh. That's right. Number three is coming out that day as well. And I have another one. One of my favorite indie books right now is Vampire State Building, but they got uh, the next two books coming out on the same day. So they got number three and number four. Um, Oh, wow. I'm not sure if that's because uh, the next few weeks is holidays that that, that these books are coming out on and they're just kind of getting ahead of the game. But uh, on my poll list. You said that would be three. Three and four. Yeah, I've got number three and four in my pull list. That's Looks like awesome. it's going to be at, coming on the on the eighteenth for me. Wonderful. And, and then so far, I mean, that's basically all I've got in my pull list uh, from I here till the first. A, I actually have a, uh, two more that I have for. D- I forgot to give you my DCs, um, but I didn't have the uh, Spider Man or Last Night on Earth. What the heck was I thinking? So, but I did see that suicide. Suicide Squad number one is coming out. Oh yeah, and I I want to check that out. But the cardstock variant is what looks amazing. I mean that the artwork on that I don't know who did it, but I'm gonna definitely cop that. It's gonna be a cardstock one. And That's then the cool. year of the villain. Yeah, so the year of the villain. You know how they went crazy with that. I couldn't even keep up. Remember how we were like, oi. Um, but now we're moving on to New Year of the villain Hal Hal Riser or Hal Riser number one, and it's only going to be a four piece. Okay. So you know less pressure, like I said. So I'll probably <laughs> get those four, <laughs> and that's nice. all I have for for uh, the eighteenth. Cool. Yeah, and then and I don't have anything else till till January first, and then I got tons of stuff coming out on um, the first and the eighth and all that good stuff. Um, oh, you do. So you do have New Year. You do have some New Year's ones coming out, huh? Yeah, on the first. Awesome. Okay, well, let me tell you my couple Christmas ones that I had here. Okay. Um, I had Doc. Oh, Doctor Strange number one. So oh, I don't I know did. who the writer is. I completely forgot about that one. I need to get that in my pool. Right. That's what. I, that's what I'm. I'm very excited for Doctor Strange number one, and also Mask number three, The Pledge of Allegiance. I really into the whole mask series. I even went and had a little eat 
had a whole eBay war to um, get the old mask comics from the 90s, and I was able to get those too. So, yeah, when the mask happens, I'm all about it. So mask number three comes out on Christmas Day. Yes, and those were the only ones that I had. And then um, for New Year's, the only one that I had is Thor number one, and that's a big one. I've been waiting for that. I don't think I have anything else uh, in my pools until, you know, the first I've got, obviously, Lois Lane number seven and then X-Men number four. But other than that, I don't have anything else. There's tons of stuff that I want, like that Doctor Strange, um, but it's not in my pool list. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Okay. Awesome. Well. That was that's good. I think that was a good pull list, being that there's only a couple dozen things out in the next yeah, couple weeks. Yeah, and on, on the 25th, there's only like t- uh, like a handful of like Marvel stuff that they're releasing, but um, not a lot of other um, uh, companies are, are releasing anything that day because it's Christmas. So keep that in mind, everybody. Check out your pull list. You might they might be a little light this week <laughs> for the next right, few right, weeks. Right, right, <laughs> and then. And then there's nothing, your shops probably won't be open that day, obviously. Right. I'm going to have to check in with my local comic shop to see if they are open for New Year's, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting to hear about that. I'll let you know. I'll keep you informed. (laughs) Thanks. I appreciate it. All right. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and move into our uh, first section of books. Jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. The Batmobile lost the wheel and the Joker got away. All right, first of all, we're going to be talking about The Joker in The Amateur. And this one was written by Gabriel Hardman and Karina uh, Bechko. Uh, Gabriel Hardman is the artist, Matt Hollingsworth Colors, and Steve Wan's Letters. So uh, I'm not going to give a, a blurb about this uh, small little story here. But basically, uh, it's it's a really good story here. I really enjoyed the writing and the art style. Um, it was really cool. So hopefully you guys read it and you guys know what we're talking about here. But definitely uh, um, check this one out. Pick it up. Um, so what did you think about this one, first of all, Chanel? Well, so I think that it was out of all of the 10 stories, I think it was a great intro to all of this because you don't know. I When I went into it, I didn't know if it was going to be like this really nice Christmassy type of New Year's thing. <laughs> I know it's DC, so I know it's going to get dark somewhere. You know, I'm I was already assuming that, but it like right out the gate, first thing you see is like a frozen dead person on Times Square. So it's like, (laughs) it gets dark right away. The art is a bit dark. It's Mm -hmm. just a dark, dark uh, comic. It's a very short little comic, but it's very impactful. I thought it was very entertaining. Honestly, when it ended, I was looking forward to more, but I just love how we get to see the Joker tormented finally and not actually. Yes. I just, I think, I think it's great. Yeah. I, I definitely enjoy that. So in the story, you see a gentleman, he's laid out on the floor and uh, he looks like he's got the Joker smile on and uh, everybody's, you know, obviously going crazy about it because, you know, Joker, Joker's at it again. Right. But Joker yes. is actually across town. Not at it. <laughs> it it's not Joker. It, it, it's obviously, it's called the amateur because there's somebody who is actually acting as an imposter, um, you know, uh, doing this job and making causing causing wreaking havoc in the city, um, acting as if he's Joker. Joker finds him, and the person who was actually laid out in the middle of the city is actually still alive, and he's the one that was behind it. Um, <laughs> so this one was really funny. I I loved it because. I I saw you know when Joker was uh you know 
he he's like, I'm gonna kill you, and then he's like, wait a minute, he's this confronting is confronting him. This is pretty much this is kind of genius, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's kind he of admiring. Him, like, why don't why don't you go find your own gimmick at first in the beginning? Like, what is the point? You're giving me all of the credit. Like, I don't get your I don't get your direction here. Like, you know, Joker's like even I'm like I don't have a purpose, but I just like to see the world burn. Whatever. What the hell's your purpose? You know, giving <laughs> yeah. me the credit. And this yeah. guy is just like it's it's all just a joke. It's and it's just like he drives him crazy. It's like now you finally know how Batman feels for 80 years, right? Right, yeah. A hundred a hundred years. And this amateur, he definitely he even tells Joker, I did it I did it better than even you could do it. Like and, and you could see, yeah, it definitely it tormented uh Joker a little bit here because he was contemplating on whether killing this guy and then not killing him because it was pretty genius. Like he he pulled this off, uh, you know, duped everybody in the city and uh you know it's 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 really great story i liked it i did too also i i don't know i have a feeling we might see this amateur again i don't know if this is the last time we'll see him or if this you know how dc and marvel they like to set things up in small ways and then you get a glimpse into it again later i think i don't know if they do that if it's a popular thing or how that works but i would actually like to see where this goes because he does mention somewhere like i'm not gonna kill you i'm gonna keep you as like a henchman like you'll be like my number one guy you know <laughs> yeah but it, but at the just... end you see that he actually did kill me you know he he, he oh, shoots his right. he shoots his gag gun but it comes out and it says bang but later on, you see police finding him on the on the rooftop. That's right. And he's got the flag sticking out of his out of yes. his chest. Yes. He so so he just takes the bang stick out of the gun and just stabs him with it. That's pretty <laughs> G. So and then the last words. That's right. As I scroll down in the comic, I do see it says the chokes on him. Yeah. Because Batman's Batman's already hip. He's like, I know this isn't you. You know. He's like, yeah. No, it is me. Yeah, yeah, he. No. Yeah. But this is this is the thing. You know, uh, this is probably going to be one of those parts where. People are going to say, oh, this is not the Joker because the Joker would never take, uh, you know, uh, say that somebody else's work was his own. Um, but I, I liked it. It was just a fun story. Yeah, it if, was. If people are out there going to say, you know, Joker would never do this, he would he, Joker. Um, that guy was really sloppy. Joker's not sloppy. Yeah. OK, I get well, there, it. There's, there, there's always a critic who can't write to save his so. Bleep, bleep, bleep me on that sorry <laughs> yeah i i agree with you though um yeah there's always a critic out there who who you know anyway um but yeah this, this the story was really great the artwork was awesome the colors were great because it it definitely felt like it was a little bit of a darker night um everybody uh is is probably uh freaking out because it's new year's eve and all this crazy stuff's happening everybody's out in the street and now you've got the Joker supposedly running rampant, you know? Awesome. Great, great first story for this. Definitely. Definitely. I liked it a whole lot. So you got our next story here. We're going to talk yes. about the first Moving. five here in this first section, but you got this next one here. The next one is... Yes, and I'm I'm really glad about this because I got Toy Man and Sleigh Bells Ring. And the writer in this is Kenny Porter. You have artist Ramon Villalobos. You have colors by Tamara Bonvilli, bon, Bonivian, Bonvillian, Bonvillian, bon Okay, I try to put the Latino thing on and mess it up. Okay, and then we have letters by Tom Napoli, Napolitano. Napolitano. Thank you. And you can't put Sorry, you can't you can't put a twang sure. on everything, Chanel. 
I know. I can't help it, you know? It's just how my mind works. Man. Okay. So I'm really glad that I got this one, though. So first of all, first thing that I noticed when I was moving from the Joker move, uh, comic onto this one, uh-huh. total different art, whole oh, yeah. different art style, different writing style. We go to, like, a more old school, you know, more family friendly type of thing. Mm-hmm. So um I really liked it. Yeah. So Toy Man, uh first off, you know, I kind of feel like the Toy Man in a sense. <laughs> okay. Not that I want people to buy like <laughs> products or my bad products. It's just that I I do I also hate the electronics and kids and like wish that they would go out and be outside and play more and all of those yeah. things that like he's we did. trying to enforce. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, his approach is terrible. Not, I'm not trying to <laughs> aside with the guy, nothing like yeah, that. Yeah. But, but um, what did you think of this one? I, I, this was one of my favorite ones. You know, at first, when me and you were talking about this, we were like, hey, let's, let's just, let's pick five and you pick the other five or, and, yeah. uh, and I was like, well, that didn't really work out because you got all the good ones and I didn't get any good ones. And, and so we we just kind of thought, okay, let's just go back and back and forth on this. Um, this yeah. was one. Uh, these first two were going to be one of my my favorite picks here. Mm. I like this one a whole lot wow. because yeah, because okay. I because I noticed uh, just like you did. I noticed going from the the Batman Joker story. You know, uh, you got it's super dark and gritty, and the art style is super, uh, um, you know, uh, the same way. And then you flip over and you see this this uh, Toy Man Superman story. And it's a little bit lighter, a little bit more lighthearted. He's kind of, he's trying to help, uh, you know, the in his own way, he's trying to help the world. <laughs> yeah, right. he's not, he's not doing, uh, doing it the, the right way by wreaking havoc and, and causing problems and forcing people, taking people's choice away, right? Um, you right. know, kind of like, you know. He, de- he destroys, a, like, a lot of, pro- a lot of you know electronics but he doesn't hurt nobody he does have like these henchmen who are willing to just like pummel anybody so that's kind of bad but (laughs) so for the the story that we have here basically is um i won't give a full synopsis either but i will just say that basically you have the toy man and he has three awesome dudes it's like a batman kind of looking guy like a blue superman and then like some type of green looking guy but they're all here just busting up everyone's tv just getting rid of all the technology mm-hmm. superman is there with lois lane they're standing in line he must have broke lois's computer because she says you know take it easy on the keyboard Smallville. <laughs> i love i loved that but we get this really awesome heroic kid who's wearing like a superman hoodie and he just starts throwing snowballs and, you know, having other kids impale the toy man. And the next thing you know, it's just like this kid is like really getting into his ego. He's like, we love toys. We just don't like your toys. And technology is yeah. awesome. I was able to fix a carburetor or whatever. The heck yeah, yeah. Like. This kid is a <laughs> so, this kid's a little mini engineer. Uh, I, I yeah. definitely like that. This the, the hero of this story was definitely that kid uh, in the exactly. Superman jacket. Um, That's right. So... I don't, yeah, I don't... because Super Superman was already, you know, he was kind of like caught up. He was unable to fight, and this kid kind of helped him and give him enough and giving him enough time to break loose. And then, mm-hmm. you know, he jacked him all up in like one single swoop, you know, because they're not like a bunch of um, ninjas or nothing. Yeah, the kid so... was able to go into there and and rewire the the float. Yeah, that's right. So he goes and rewires the float and kind of you know uh, thwarts uh, Toy Man's plan. And, and while Superman is caught up fighting uh, these cheap knockoffs of Superman, Batman, and the Green Lantern, so uh, there you go. so, uh, but I I definitely liked this. I like I even liked the the way 
um, you know, those three looked the Green Lantern and the Superman and the Batman. This this one almost looked the Batman almost looks like the the Batman who laughs almost to me. I was like, oh, okay, see what you're going at there. But but yeah, this story was really good because I liked it. It, it. You know, it definitely gave you that message of of uh, what's going on out there today. Everybody yeah, is very is everybody, right. It is definitely current. Everybody's that you can't go uh, uh, five minutes without looking around and seeing people's noses in their in their screens and all that stuff. Um, it's definitely uh, uh, something uh, to think about. And but I, on the end, Tarim, though, I also like that they also gave you know the good side of it, you know, because it didn't bash on you know younger technology and kids. It it kind of did say that they were spending too much time and this and that. But I like how like the real mm-hmm. superhero, the kid, yeah. how he how he said, you know, we learned a lot from this and yeah. and you know it brought because I also use YouTube for a lot of stuff myself, yeah. so I can't lie. I've learned a lot from I you think, know right. just online. I think some some the, these kids nowadays. I think what they are doing is a lot of them are using technology. Uh, and it's it's more of a tool. I really hope that most of them can use it as a tool, kind of like this this young young man did, where he used technology so he can learn a trade to to right. to uh, become this engineer and rewire Absolutely. things. And and I think that's amazing. You know, I I have a nine year old son who one of those things that he asked for for Christmas this year was yeah he he wants all those fun toys and he wants video games and of things course. like that. Of course, any kid does. But what the one thing he asked for was like science kits, and oh, he wanted like awesome. you know those old school erector type sets, you know, like that yes. we used to have back in the day. Like he wants to Love build that. stuff. So oh, uh, you're so, gonna lo- you're gonna have so much fun doing that with him too. Oh yeah, yeah, it's gonna be this exciting. Is, this <laughs> is this is what this is what dads wait for is for nine years old to start doing <laughs> right. like volcano projects with kids Heck and like yeah. all that stuff. Oh yeah, he's at the perfect age for you. You guys are best friends now for starting I know. this time <laughs> and forever on. Yeah, he is it's beautiful. He's definitely you know you know what he did the other day. We were in church and he uh, we have you know those those little uh, doodle pads or whatever. And he sent it over. He passed it over to me, and he showed it to me. And guess what he drew? What he drew, Boba Fett. <laughs> oh wow! You have to let me see that, dude. I was, I was so, I was like, dude, this is oh, freaking man. good. And I went and tried to draw it for him with him, and I was like, oh man, I can't, I can't do this. Like he's so, you know he, you, he's so you know good what at it. You have to do, Joey. You have to, you have to send it through a scanner or take a really good picture, and email it to me, and I'm, I'm gonna have David put it on shirts for you guys, for you and him. <laughs> That'd be cool. You. That'd right? be so cool. I'm gonna wear one too. That'd Shoot, be cool. That's yeah, awesome. I'll send, me, I'll yeah, send it to you. Send it. I'll send it to That'd you after awesome. after we record here. It's pretty cool looking. Okay. So okay, so into end into ending uh-huh. this toy man, I like to say that because in the beginning I had a soft spot for the toy man. I like how at the very very end when he's getting put in the cop car, everything they end up using his big old sleigh that he rode in on for all the kids to go on an awesome ride and take them all home uh-huh. and everything, right? And and he was like, "Yo, you did make something. This makes." shift sleigh that you made and the kids are like it's the yeah. best thing ever you know and then like he gets this tear down his eye and he has like a smile yeah. even though he's going to jail or the arkham asylum yeah because in his own going. mind because in his own mind the one thing that he wanted to do was create something that people would use right and, that's and, all he wanted that was his mission like you said he's an engineer and, and yeah he went about it completely wrong by like forcing <laughs> people into it and, and taking their 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 choice away um but i get it I get it, and 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 I'm, I get it. I'm gonna start forcing my art on people. In that 
there you go. My all of my paper. I'm just gonna, now that you know digitally, I'm just gonna force every story I have on just people. <laughs> Whether they're oh into it or not, they just force. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move on to Sinestro, Bright and Terrible. So in this yeah. one, this one was really good, too. This one, I, I really like the artwork in this one as well. Um, oh, me too. You know, I'm all about like the Silver Surfer, the Galaxy look. So yeah, yeah. right away I was like, ooh. Yeah, this story was really and, cool. And is it Sinestro or is it Sin? Or I don't, you know, I don't know how to say his name. It's I Sinestro. Sin yeah, it's Sinestro. Sinestro. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so, Thank you. so, um, are, are you not too familiar with, uh, Sinestro and, and, uh, and Green, not, Green Lantern well, and all that? Not at all. Because when he says here that he's a Green Lantern, I'm like, well, he looks like Nosferatu's cousin. Like, how is he, <laughs> uh, how is he a Green Lantern? I, I barely got hip on that whole, not more than one Green Lantern thing too. So, you know, yeah. I haven't been on my, I haven't gotten on that game yet. So Sinestro used to be a Green Lantern. He, uh, and then he, uh, decided to uh, it's a whole long story but he decided to use uh fear instead and then he was a part of the 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 uh instead of the green lanterns there's the the, the lanterns who uh, the yellow lanterns who use fear instead of will willpower um so he used oh, fear that's sweet. um I, honestly i don't know what's going on with him now he's wearing a completely different suit and in the and um he's kind of uh shining a different color so i I don't, I, I have, I've kind of lost, uh, I, I, I was keeping up with it for a little while and then I kind of lost, uh, sight of what's been going on with, with Sinestro. So I really don't know what's going on with him now, but this story was really good because he's taught, it takes him back to when he was, uh, in his Green Lantern days when he was, uh, taking care of one of these sectors and this really primitive, uh, planet, he was protecting them. They were under his protection and, and he kind of, uh, stumbles upon it as he's flying through the galaxy and um, him and Lex Luthor are kind of talking and and he's like well I'm just gonna go check in on them see what's going on here see how they're doing and it looks like there's a, a one of these uh, primitive aliens here has uh, kind of crowned himself uh, like a kind of like a priest mm -hmm. totally and uh, they have erected a statue figure that looks like Sinestro in his Green Lantern uh, suit. And they're mm -hmm. kind of praising him, but this guy is kind of using, uh, <laughs> you you know, using fear um, to kind of beat it into him. Here's another story where where they're, they're trying to take the, the choice away from people. And, uh, right. and, he, and Sinestro is kind of cloaking himself and he has to uncloak himself. And he's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this to your own people? This and that. And uh, the priest says, you know, you taught this. You taught me everything I know. You, you, yeah, uh, to command and conquer. So that's kind of the story. And then you kind of see that, um, Sinestro kind of has to, you know, set him straight a little bit, which I, I thought mm -hmm. it was really cool because, you know, Sinestro, it kind of showed this, this part of him that he's still, maybe he still has a conscience. I'm not sure. Um, may, but maybe he's a lot like the Toy Man where he wants to do the right thing. He's just doing it in, in a way that, may not be as helpful as he thinks it, it is right and also what i noticed about it too is that he said that he will be coming back if if anyone gets out of line again so now everyone lives in like this ultimate state of fear <laughs> that if they do anything wrong so i don't know what what they think is wrong and what's right but they're uh -huh. really gonna 
be confused on what they can do and whatnot because he right. wasn't very clear. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, I like that one. Art artwork was awesome. The colors really, really cool looking. Um, I, I can't say anything uh, more about this. Um, who I I did not say who. Okay, so we got Philip Kennedy Johnson writer, uh, Sumit Kumar artist, uh, Ramila Fajardo Jr. on the colors, and Clayton Cowles on the letters. So they did they that team did very well. Um, on this on this book, it was really good uh, looking to me. Um, I like the way. Um, everything looks in here. Even these primitive uh, aliens, they look pretty stinking cool. Yeah, they do. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our next one. We got Poison Ivy and Auld Lang's Ivy. So we got Jim Krieg as the writer, Anique as the artist, Hi-Fi for the colors, and Wes Abbott on letters. And, you know, I have, like, a big love for Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn all the same. So mm -hmm. I was really happy when this was on my list to do. Yeah. Also, because I just think it's a really awesome story too. I kind of identify with poison <laughs> ivy. Like I, I kind of, I kind of love, uh, you know, plants and animals more than I like in yeah. interacting with people. Sometimes, you know, I kind of relate with her, not like forcing herself to go out there and kind of seeing all the ugly that's out there in the world, and but like still having to. She she still tries, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I also think it's very so to sum this up. You know, poison ivy is basically wanting to get out more. Um, she's going to some like C-list Christmas party. So it's like a bunch of C-list <laughs> villains going to a Christmas party. They have like their own bar. It's really hilarious. Yeah. Um, when she shows up, everyone's kind of depressing. You get like all these random characters who pro I really don't know many about. Um, uh, but they're pretty funny characters. I know that you mentioned Eraserhead, so you know who that is. <laughs> yeah, the Eraser. <laughs> yeah, the Eraser. Okay. So, so he's he's a definite uh, one of those uh <laughs> one of those uh, uh, villains that that um, is super. Uh, he's like a reject villain, exactly what they say here in this story. Um, so okay. he doesn't. I don't think he really has any kind of powers. He just he got into the game because he uh, would go and erase uh, people's crime scenes, and and so that people oh, can, wow. can okay. <laughs> wouldn't find out who he, who did the the scene the crime. So. And, oh, that sounds pretty dope, actually. <laughs> and in, in some of the old school uh, um, comics, he actually literally used his eraser head to erase the, the scene. <laughs> that that's that so cool, weird. Man. I mean, I'm into that. I want to <laughs> check those out. I'm gonna have to try to find something on him. It's so weird. So, it's so weird. <laughs> uh, so all of, every all of the all of these villains here are all kind of rejects in a way and then i was kind of sad to see that like penguin walks up and he's like talking to ivy but i'm like oh penguin you're at least a b a b list right villain i mean he's a <laughs> yeah. he's a a list villain to me you know thanks to joe pesci and whatnot but like <laughs> oh you mean um, oh Danny Danny, DeVito. Danny yeah DeVito. Danny devito yes hey joe pesci would be joe pesci would play a gangster gangster <laughs> but no That's no funny. since devito devito's still alive if we could get a devito that would be amazing. Okay, moving on. So he basically uh, makes a, I think he makes a pretty dark joke here, actually, the penguin, because he's trying to stop smoking cigarettes. And uh, he says that he's, he's starting to vape. He has a gold vape. He's a pen, vapor. Is, he's a vapor now. And he says that he developed popcorn lung. And I'm like, oh. hey, too, too soon. But DC, like I said, it's DC. So. So now we, we have um, Ivy trying to go around this like sad sack loser bar and trying to interact with all these weird freaking characters I never heard of. But then by the end of it, she's just like, this is pathetic. 
So when the stro- when the clock strikes 12 and everyone finds someone to kiss, erase her head, hooks up with like some Medusa chick, hilarious <laughs> by the way. She ends up she ends up using her powers and then giving a penguin a kiss to get him off the nicotine, you know, giving control appetite to the shark head guy. And then lastly, oh, you orca. know, giving <laughs> Yeah, to Orca. Okay, Orca. That's hilarious. (laughs) And then lastly, she gives a kiss to, you know, that real awkward guy who was like too scared to talk to her or whatnot. So um, by the end of it, he ends up becoming so confident that he comes out and he pretty much is like super aggressive to (laughs) the point where she has to tear him limb to limb and it's pretty gory. (laughs) She doesn't actually ever do it though. Her plants do all the dirty work for her. So can she ever be in trouble, you know? So anyway, and then she she saves the Christmas tree. (laughs) She saves the Christmas tree and trots off happily. Like, at least I saved somebody because (laughs) we all know that living plants are somebody too. Right. (laughs) So what do you think of this one? You and me and you were texting back and forth. This was, I think the first one that you said, you were like, I really am enjoying the poison ivy story. So I skipped to it first and I read it and I was like, Oh, I like this one a lot because they're all talking about their, their new year's resolutions and, She's like, oh, are you really just, are you guys really talking about New Year's resolutions like that? Is that okay? And they're, they're all, like you said, they're all pretty kind of pathetic. And she thinks so as well. And she says, you know, I'm going to make them their best selves. And that kind of didn't really work out very well, or did it? Because like you said, she's got Abacus there coming out to the outside and kind of hitting on her. And he's very aggressive. Abacus, that's right, Abacus. That's funny. And he's so never, aggressive. Never heard of him. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. so wrong. He's like, come on, baby. You know you were over there teasing me. He gets like all old school pimp on her and everything. It's just funny. <laughs> and she just tears him limb from limb. Yeah, so uh, he's dead. <laughs> so like he's done, right? There's going to be no more abacus. Or if so, that's like, is he like Deadpool? Like there, there's no way that he could live from this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think any of these stories here are are constant in, in continuity at all. I think they're okay, just fun okay, stories. Multi, okay, multiverse. <laughs> right, there you go. Yeah, they're multiverse just, news. They're just fun stories. None of them are all in 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 continuity whatsoever. So. But but if there were any of the characters or any villains that they could kill off in something this silly, it would be him, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely him. <laughs> him or the eraser. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm glad they left Eraser. Now that I know what he actually did, I'm really intrigued. I mean, I'm gonna probably go look up his comics as soon as we hang up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go ahead and move on to the next one. We've got Aries in Winter's Root. We got Dan Waters as the writer, Alessandro Vitti, artist, Adriana Lucas, colors, and Gabriella Downey letters. And uh, this one, I gotta tell you. I like all these stories up so far, right? Um, but this yes. one, this one was one of the ones that was kind of forgettable for me. Um, and but but you have to admit that it had the best fight scenes of all of the oh yeah all ten yeah it definitely did. But so was, all this although the story lacked for me as well and it was forgettable as well. I I the thing that I wrote down here in my notes was like the best fight scene of all ten passed down. Yeah, and and it was I think it was pretty dark too because he turns uh, the love of his life into a freaking tree, <laughs> and yeah, like, and feeds her with his blood, very <laughs> like barely keeping her alive in this like that. That's some evil stuff, right? Right, there. right. Dang, yeah, that's he, dark. And the that's only way dark. the only way that he can bring her back is by a freaking bloodbath of war, and and he but 
I mean, come on, dude. Just get mad at somebody and just move on. Don't curse them and change them into a tree. Oh, well, (laughs) excuse me. Not only do you not cross Aries, you don't overcross Aries either. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, for, for, I mean, I really yeah, wish no, that this book. Extreme. I really wish this book had a little bit more depth. I mean, it was a pretty good story, but like I said, it was it was forgettable. It was it was forgettable. Yeah, and it, it oh, stinks. I, but... I liked it. I liked it more. It was it was it was my top five. I'll say if I'm going to rank them. Okay. That's yeah, cool. because I you know I I love Wonder Woman also, so she's yeah. like, you know. I'm all about like woman empowerment and stuff like that. But <laughs> and then I and then I also like all the old timey stuff that woman Wonder Woman represents and is able to touch on like like Ares the god and all these different things yeah. that you know Thor Thor kind of does too, but he doesn't do it so much. Uh huh. Um, yeah. In these newer comics, he's kind of funny now, you know, which I I appreciate. Thank you, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right. Yeah, but so you got anything okay. else? Um, uh, other than um no no we can move on from this one but i did like it a lot but it it, it was forgettable other than the creepy uh tree wife and the awesome fights i think we could move on from it if you were ready cool yeah let's go ahead and move on to our next segment what's on your mind i want to know Tell me what's on your mind. All right. In this section we're of what's on your mind, we're going to be talking about what comic book related item Chanel is asking for, asking Santa for. Well, uh, me too, but <laughs> specifically Chanel, you're going to be going first. So what did you ask for Santa? Okay. So I wasn't, I wasn't very greedy this year because <laughs> I know that I'm, I'm, you know, Christmas is every Wednesday for me. Have you been naughty so, or nice? This season, <laughs> I I was so nice that it makes me just want to lose my mind. Okay, because being so nice is so hard all year. No, it, it was it, it gets easier as I get older. But yes, right, I yeah. was nice. I think I think that I'll get everything on my list. But nice, nice. what I asked for is it's mostly gear. Is okay. I need like I need like um I have a few, I have more than a few graded comics, but I don't have an actual short box to put them in i know they're those plastic ones okay yeah the oh okay but 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 they're not cheap they're like 25 30 bucks you know they're they're not cheap so i want one or two of those i think i might need two uh i have like seven of them Mm -hmm. i think they may only hold five so i want some gear i want some top loaders i want some clear backer boards so you know those comics that came out the the ones that are back and front yeah yeah the the uh the immortal warped so I think there were, I got 16 of them mm-hmm. and I want to make sure that I put every single one of those are going to get a clear backer board nice. and a mylar and a top loader because oh, they deserve that's it. Sweet. That's sweet. I, I heard about those clear backer boards and I was like, oh man, that'd be so oh, cool. I have a couple. <clears throat> I want to get a few. I want to get a few because I have, I have a wraparound cover that I would love to put that on so you can just see it. And, the X- and what are would... you talking about the nineties X-Men? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I have I have the same exact one. So oh, now that nice. you're saying that, I better I better add seventeen of those. Two. I'll probably <laughs> just I'll go ahead and get, get 50. twenty of them. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh man, you should see. You should see. I I buy a hundred bags and boards, and uh-huh. I go through them in just a oh, few weeks, yeah, and it's know, insane. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's but not it, just me. But it helps working in a comic book bu- comic book shop and and getting uh, uh you get a great discount, right? Oh yeah. Oh man, and they're so awesome. Yes, I do get a good. 
discount. And they also have so, so many good deals all the time. Mile High Comics people like to complain that they're overpriced or oh, they're on. inflated, but but they don't realize that they're like 50% off the entire store as yeah. we speak and all nice. the time. It's just like, I don't know when they don't have sales. And nice. if they're don't, they don't have a sale this week, they will next week, you know? So yeah. They definitely are awesome. As yeah, long, so as long it's as definitely they're just a bunch of gear. As long as they're not one of those shops who like and put their back issues in a bin, but then they price it a dollar more than cover price. I'm good oh, with that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not right. <laughs> that, <laughs> we were talking that about right. that. We were talking about is that, that today real? in the shop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, does that that happens? Huh? Yeah, it does. It happens more often than you think. That you know what? Uh, wow. There's some shops that when 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 uh. When back issues don't really sell in their and their modern age books, sometimes they they put a dollar more or two dollars more sometimes, and you're just like, oh, come on, guys, like, why, oh, why? It's right. Uh, it's the price is right there on the cover. <laughs> right, that's not right. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, you know, when I and then I also feel inflicted. I I come from the biz. I come from the journalism biz, so I know how hard, mm-hmm. yeah. and how struggling paper is doing in any aspect of the word. You know, so. Um, I try to support local, but man, that's tough because yeah. there's so much other options. Okay, so um, <laughs> that's what a different is, tangent we can you, go on. <laughs> exactly. So, how have you been naughty or nice? I think you're always just so nice, Joey. There's no way Thank you could have been naughty. <laughs> well, no, I mean, uh, I I I feel like I am. Uh, if you ask my wife, <laughs> that might be a different story. <laughs> But, oh, no, I no. Think so. You're very helpful with the brand new baby, and you've just been awesome, dude. You know you're awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't know about that, but thank you. Aw. Uh, um, Be humble. Stay humble. I think, it's good for everyone. I think, uh, I, 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 think uh, I've been good enough to get everything that I want. Um, and okay. I, and I'm not actually, this year, I'm not actually asking for a lot. I I. I only there's you know you like I tell you I I have those um those five different covers of the X Men uh you know the connecting covers of the of the 1990s uh, X Men covers. Yeah. Um, oh, you have the Mexican, the Spanish version. No, that's one I want. Oh. I need that one. Oh God, I need that. I need to find. Uh, that's the one that I'm missing. The one and only one. That's I'm missing. my. That is my. That's my chase. My yeah. Heart, my biggest chase is those four comics same, same from here. the Spanish. Oh, same wait, here. But I, Jim but Lee, I, right? Yeah, but I have I have the connecting covers and I have the wraparound one as well. But um, beautiful. The one thing that I asked for this this year was a a really cool frame to put those in. So, oh, okay. So I I put them in in bags in mylar's and um and then hopefully Santa's gonna give me a really cool gift and get me the frame to put it on my wall for. So, that, that's yeah, after, and, and and if Santa is listening out there, you know, <laughs> on Amazon they have them for a pretty good deal, and they're literally nice. just, just really cool, clear, like just made for it. Slip them in, slip them out, change them, you know, interchangeable, just awesome. Oh, I was sweet. thinking about getting a couple too, but. I would like to find ones that can hold um, my graded comics, you know, because yeah. I have a couple of graded comics I would like to hang. That's awesome. Yeah, I would love to have tons and tons of uh, of my artwork framed. <laughs> but man, right. frames are frames are expensive. Even the cheaper ones, they are. They are, and the Dollar Tree has frames, but then they're not. You know, you can't get a big frame from yeah, the Dollar right. Tree. Oh, yeah. But you, but <laughs> if you have these small, if you have like comic size prints, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can, but if you have like posters and stuff like that, yeah, the poster no. frames they get they get pretty expensive. 
I actually found some pretty good deals on Amazon. If you go on Amazon and look for frames, that's a pretty good deal. And then you get free shipping and everything nice. like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. that really works out. So yeah, I think I think. And what if you asked for anything else? Um, I I asked uh for a uh mixer. <laughs> I nice. Definitely, I'm 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 getting that one. I know that one for sure. Um, oh well, let's not get uncomic related because I I'll show you the real greedy side of me. That one is that one is definitely comic related because I use that for our comic book for podcast. The podcast. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Okay, so in that case, actually, I would like to uh, ask Santa for one more thing. Hopefully, you're listening. Okay, um, I want one of them mic USBs. For, oh yeah, yeah, like I a like a blue invest. snowball or something. Yeah, something that isn't cheap. I want a, I want yeah. a good high quality one so that I don't cool. have to keep buying one. You know, yeah. to deal with that. I want a nice one that stands up and it just makes me sound more clear than I sound right now. <laughs> something. Yeah. I mean, by time this airs, I'm gonna sound beautifully thanks to Joey's awesome engineering skills. But you know, <laughs> that takes. But I'll, but I want to give you less work, so <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get that. I that'd be awesome. I think uh, the sound quality would be would is definitely it's it's good now. But I think, you know, a, a mic, you can always use a, an inexpensive microphone and still sound like you're in a freaking expensive studio. And it's just, it's just, uh, that's a whole, that's a whole different kind of podcast. <laughs> oh, I know. Right. We could do a whole music podcast, you and I. Yeah. I, I already got one. <laughs> oh, you do? That's right. Okay. Well, I would like to be a guest on it. All right. So we'll, we'll, we'll... I, can't, I can't co-host everything with you, Joey, but you know. <laughs> Right. right. Do you have anything else in your uh, in your uh, Santa sack? <laughs> no, no. Actually, I'm gonna leave it there because I want to get. I hope that I get these items. Thank you, Santa. Cool, cool. All right, yeah. I, uh, let's go ahead and move on to our next segment, which is our seg- Santa sack. <laughs> you just got that one all late. <laughs> that was that was very delayed. But that was really funny. <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to our next session of books. Crashing through the roof. One horse open tree, busting out I go, laughing all the way. <laughs> okay, okay. Black Adam in a coal in my stocking. Writer Ram V, Anthony Spay on pencils, John Sybil on inks, Jeremy Cox on the colors, and you have all owls, Troy Peter. As letters, I hope I said that right. Pateri, maybe. Uh, Pateri, yeah, sorry. Pateri. Okay. A L W is Troy Pateri. A L W is Troy. Thank you, thank you. So I'm really glad that I got this one as well. I feel like I got um I got some really cool ones that were favorable to my liking. Cool. Um, don't know much about Black Adam, but mm-hmm. he is super cool, man. I love who he is. I love that he's so like. He's so ancient or something that mm-hmm. he can't really get he can't really like get the sarcasm. So <laughs> to break down the story, basically, we have a Black Adam who took the idea of Santa not he took it so literally. So he's talking to this orphan girl and she's trying to explain um Santa to him. She really loves Santa and he's just taking Santa so quite literally that yeah. she just he just can't understand. So he literally uh, you know, he's a wizard. He's mm-hmm. ancient. He he flies to where this like Santa Nickel Nick Laos wizard <laughs> of ancient Myra 
which you know which she goes to so i don't know if that's like santa the ancient mythical santa or if it's just a santa that he knows and thinks (laughs) is the santa i'm not sure i don't i'm not clear on that he looks kind of like santa though so yeah Uh, he goes to him uh starts this big kind of like fight like he's ready to go to war i mean he kicks some of his cronies butts you know all all of his like snow monsters get just like pummeled (laughs) you know and then uh you yeah then he finally gets to this village where it's just like they they're like oh god they're like he's he's here like the god is here santa's so down though he's ready to fight him but it's just (laughs) it's just all very unnecessary for the ending result being yeah you know you better make sure these orphan kids you know uh in wherever wherever they are in right. Kondok you better yeah. make sure these orphan kids in Kondok have the greatest gifts and yeah. you know and I don't even know if this is their Santa it's like this poor guy is going to have to like make gifts and buy gifts and take it to because <laughs> we got another story here where somebody some villain is taking away the choice right right <laughs> so exactly he, so he's taking his choice away and he's like you know you better do right by this guy I get it I get it he wants he wants this kid to have a great Christmas because everything that the kid is talking about, it, it, it sounds like, you know, it's it's a great thing for this child to have some kind of happiness in uh, their life. And he just that's what he just desperately wants to make that happen. It's very adorable. It's very adorable. I've yeah. never I like David relates to a lot of comic characters to me uh-huh. because he's like because of who he is but i've never related so him to someone so much he's gonna get a kick he's gonna say oh that ain't me you know but this That's is something if, if if david was a superhero he would he would take it so literally that he would go find some santa that he thinks the santa and be like you better make sure <laughs> these the, kids have are all come i'll come back for you and dog. beat them down like, and <laughs> yeah oh beat beat everybody down and it's just oh like, man that's hood don't know. <laughs> oh, oh he's so hood he's so hood but he, now we're, we're older now you know we got our hood passes revoked it's like our knees our knees hurt our backs hurt like right. we can't get good no more <laughs> right. but but for some for some kids and if david heard that and he thought santa claus was robbing some kids yeah things will get serious he's robin hood david's that's robin funny. hood he is yeah that's so hilarious. he's black adam i'm gonna have to let him know that that's hilarious <laughs> so funny yeah, so, yeah this but, one, but this one santa was, good. was a, santa was pretty cool though in this he had some like sorcery skills yeah uh i honestly don't know who this guy is if he's just some wizard <laughs> some random wizard that was wearing red that day and he's like that's him uh, but yeah, right. this, this, this one's this was a really great uh, story. Um, artwork was awesome. The uh, the colors were great. Um, the the underlining kind of uh, humble. Uh, I don't know if I don't want to use the word humble, but it was it's definitely uh, uh, you know a, a story like you know you want to do right by this kid, but you're just going about it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, it's um, like every story the, is has that theme. Huh? Yeah, you have the best <laughs> intentions, but uh, you're you're not doing it the right way. <laughs> the the soups go about everything a bit wrong. I mean, they destroy a lot of property to get one villain. Like you know, you know the yeah. conflict that yeah. us us regular folk have with these <laughs> soups. <laughs> yeah, the civilians. Yeah, but my <laughs> my favorite part is the ending, though. You know, he's so deep and brooding, and he's so poetic, and he's so ancient, and he's like, "All oh, the children have to have this, and if you must, I will accept a lump of coal in mine." You know, yeah. and I'm just yeah. like, "Ooh." Yeah, you, you definitely see a different side of black adam here you see i don't this... know i don't know black adam so <laughs> i thought i i so i'm happy to see him so i you know this is another guy that i'm probably gonna go look for now yeah pretty cool yeah 
Awesome. Right, so let's... is there anything else? Okay, let's move on. No, I'm excited for this next book. No, I don't have anything else. Yeah, let's talk about New Year, New You by Chris, uh, Christos Gage, writer. Carl Mostert, Mostert, I'm like I'm I'm butchering your names, guys. Sorry, uh, artist uh, Luis Guerrero, colors and Travis Lanham letters, and in this one you've got the Calendar Man, and he is in yeah. Arkham Asylum, and you've got a brand new doctor here, Doctor Teich or Tish, Tish, however you want to say it, whatever. I was say, but, I was saying, in my mind it was Tish, but what do Tish? you know? Okay. I'm well, let's everything say it, tonight. Whatever, let's say it that way. <laughs> Dr. Tish here. <laughs> and uh, and he basically, just he's just in it to get a book deal. <laughs> right, And he's yeah. like super condescending, and he's like, yeah, I, I'm here to to deal with the Jokers and, and not, the, not some mediocre D-list uh, villain like yourself. He's like, I'm not. I stopped listening. You're, you're not really uh, important to me. But yeah, the Calendar Man kind of proves him wrong, and he's like, you know, I. And he kind of like goes behind his everybody's back and kind of like uses his techniques against him and changes everybody's mind, and they just go crazy. And at the end of it, he's like, see, I didn't even do anything that had related anything to the calendar. Right. Until... Yeah, I actually think that uh, this is actually the most gangster of all ten of the stories because yeah. I was like, okay, it got very like Ocean's Eleven. I was like, and the next thing you know, Batman comes in and he's just like, no, I'm the real, you know? Yeah, Batman comes in and he's Batman. He's like, I knew it was you, and could did you did you not know that I know everything that happens in in this place, all the companies and everything like that? It's probably because he owns all the companies. Number one, um, right. But but this guy used uh he used everything that had to do with uh like the names of the companies were thing names of of like uh Father Time Catering and Mistletoe Florist and Resolution Party Supplies like things that were symbols of predictable the, riddles right right so he definitely was predictable just you yeah just it's like see it's it. like dude. Batman deals with the Riddler all the time. You think your freaking riddles are better than the Riddlers? Come on. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's like that's like Nick Cannon going against Eminem. Ooh, too soon. <laughs> yeah, it, like I said, it was Ocean's Eleven. You were like, oh, okay, and then and then the cliffhanger. But I think that it was the most gangster of the, all of them. And I really yeah. like the way that they made the crocodile look and like certain characters. I think the art on this was really dope because I thought it was um, the most detailed, and I think it made the characters look really gruesome and pretty cool. Okay, uh, so uh, you got anything else to talk about this uh, this story here? Uh, no, actually, I just think the art was really good on it. Old school looked really dope. Dark Batman, like the tattoo headed, you know, <laughs> calendar, calendar man, man and everything. Yeah. yeah, I think I think it was just a really good looking comic. It was really well read. So you and like? Then I like you like Batman like with a uh, with uh, boxer shorts on the outside instead of the. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I do. I guess I do, and I like the color combo. I think he just came in. He's such a you know he's so cool, man. He could just wear anything. He could literally wear chonies and look pretty sweet. So kicked everyone's butt. Came in here, did his thing. But then I like how at the end, you know, Calendar Man's kind of like, oh, you know, you just uh, kind of like got lucky. But he's like, no, I have a whole elaborate plan and. A team yeah. of people. This is not luck, you know. Get you got to get like me, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and then when he and he at the end, he's like, "I'm gonna kill you." He's like, "Get in line." Yeah, yeah. Basically, I I got too many people trying to kill me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As 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 he walks off in his boy shorts. That's hilarious. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's hilarious. That's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> All right. Other than that, I don't have anything else to talk about in that story. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe I I'm, I think I've got a a pair of these shorts in in my uh in my closet somewhere. I'm probably gonna dress up like this kind of Batman here next Halloween. That would be really freaking sweet. <laughs> no, that nobody wants to see that. Your wife does. <laughs> Barely. Oh, man. If, if we get 10,000 likes on this, then you're going to have to just like share a picture with everybody. No. No, that's not happening. That is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Christmas, not Halloween. <laughs> hey, okay, okay, that's right. This is actually quite a dark DC Christmas, though, so, you know, it is like Nightmare Before Christmas. Day. It's Hall is... Tim Burton. <laughs> That is that that would be a nightmare to see me in that Aww. that costume. <laughs> I don't think so, Joey. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move on to the next one. Uh, okay, got... so the next one we got Kronos and Father Christmas, and I really liked this one. So yeah. I was glad that I was able to, um, you know, kind of break this one down. It's real. It's another sad one, but it's mm-hmm. only sad because yeah. it's so real about an alcoholic father, and it's yeah. just like uh, Kronos. He keeps trying to go to the past and change his father mm-hmm. and like kind of like force the right thing. But this basically goes to show this is a good example and a good way of showing you that you can try to help someone with addiction or problems all you want. But if they don't want the actual help, it doesn't yeah. matter if you actually put it in their hands, then it won't be raised. It won't be received. Yeah, so, I did um, get that. That was that was a, a kind of cool underlining uh, of like uh, is he doing it? He, he is kind of, he's kind of changing this. Maybe he doesn't want to be Kronos. Is this kind of like one of those things where, Hey man, you can't really change your dad, but you can't, you also can't really change yourself here, man. Like it's, right. it's inevitable. He, and he even says that here a little bit, but uh, I think he's <laughs> again, like all these stories here, they're all going about doing these, these kind of good things the wrong way. Um, right. I, you know, uh, I think, come on, man, instead of trying to go and change the past, why don't you try to change yourself a little bit? And, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's I think it's nice to see like this flawed side of all of the different superheroes. Yeah. yeah. And all of the kind of villains, you know, I mean, the villains, not superheroes. I don't know much about Kronos, so um, I'm not I don't know what kind of a bad guy he is. I know a little can, bit, but not not. not I can enough. tell I can tell that he doesn't want that he would like to change the course of his path. He kind of feels like he was, um, you know, nature versus nurture type thing maybe. And uh, that Captain Carrot doll. But another message (laughs) that I like in it too is that with the Captain Carrot doll, he ends up giving it to himself after his dad ends up selling it for a couple hundred bucks and everything. He almost makes it home. It's like he almost gets it there, but then it's just like the luck, the fate. It just doesn't allow it. But I like how he gives himself the doll. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like we are after we become adults, we're kind of in charge of our own healing. So I, I liked it. It was I don't know if I overlooked it, but uh-huh. it was like message message is how to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one, uh, it's it's pretty dark, too. Um, and, and yeah, I, I don't think I could say anything else about this one either. It was a really good book. The 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 writing was amazing. This one was written by uh, who was it? Dave Wagles, I think. And, and the oh, art, that's right. The artwork was awesome. Uh, the story was really cool. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Dave Wagles write a Chrono story if this is kind of what the theme that we're gonna kind of get, uh, or the or the feel we'd get in this kind of a story. I I was very right. intrigued and I was like, okay, 
I see where if, the, I see this guy's. I see you. I, I kind of see you. You know, Chronos. If this does snowball into like a Dave Wagos Chronos uh, story, I'll definitely pick up every issue for sure because yeah. I am. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I if I should actually, I forgot to mention all of the people involved oh, in good. the story. So I did that once. Uh, Dave, <laughs> <laughs> so so writer Dave Wagos, artist Cian Tormi. Dave McCaig on the colors and world design letters, and then editor Alex Anton. All great team here. They did a wonderful job on this story. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, this one was actually one of my favorites of the story. Probably not my top favorite, but uh, definitely one of those ones that's up there um, with with one of my favorites. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Me too, and it surprised me a bit too, so yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I was very surprises as well i didn't i i'm right there with you i don't really know too much about chronos either um okay i know a little bit um <laughs> but not too much to say that i could tell you you know what i mean <laughs> i mean he's a really sweet looking character he looks yeah. like he i don't know what his powers are what but he's could time travel i mean he looks pretty tight so yeah. <laughs> i'm i i'm ready they get this going writers get a chrono story going yeah yeah this next story i i liked a whole lot this one was one of my picks here um such a great story um again we got kurt busek on the writer uh we got dale uh eagles Eaglesham as the artist mike adier i'm sorry guys I am the most horrible person to uh, pronounce your names. Uh, Todd Next Klein. to me. <laughs> Todd Klein as a letter. And this one is The Prankster in and A Prankster New Year. This one, I, I liked it a whole lot. Uh, prankster is one of those characters that uh, is, is just, he's just a silly guy. He, You know what I mean? He's like, like just kind of like all these uh, D-list uh, characters, you know? Um, yeah, that's right. I I I like this story as well. Um, such a cool kind of concept, you know. He duped everybody, and uh, <laughs> at the end, <laughs> just to throw everybody like his hench women <laughs> a party. So yeah, I thought it was kind of I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, this, this was, one was actually had a mix of more of the endless, you know kind of superheroes more than the other ones so i thought yeah. it was kind of cool i because like i think every single time we talk about these we've probably said i don't know much about him i don't other than harley quinn poison ivy and like the main one uh -huh. yeah um yeah like you said it's just been like a c-list kind of thing so it's been pretty interesting to read but this was one of those ones that felt more familiar you were able to like feel like okay there's supergirl like you know like i know some of these people yeah yeah because you got basically the justice league here um, and they're they're kind of going through a list of all these many different things that they've done throughout the la the year, kind of like oh we we were successful here, and, and we kind of messed uh, with these with these heroes here and there. Um, it was really cool. Uh, it was a really it was a silly story, maybe not as dark as some of the other ones. Um, maybe the, the the things that they did were a little bit darker, but um, I, it was I, more I silly it. for it, sure. It was definitely yeah. silly. There was but, it was more humorous. The, I, there's one thing in this story, though, that I had a question, <laughs> and it's probably mostly because I have not been following any of the Superman titles. I, I was, I fell off for a while, and, and, and then I definitely have not followed any of the Jimmy Olsen titles. But Same. what the heck is going on with Jimmy Olsen, and why is he the Hulk? 
in this one. <laughs> well, see, I thought I thought maybe um, I have no idea. I have no idea. So I thought Jimmy Olsen just was this green guy. That's how much I know about him. Okay, so <laughs> no, the fact that you're no. telling me that no. makes me believe that he was a human being at a point. So now I really need to know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I tried to look some stuff up. I don't know. I couldn't. I wasn't successful. <laughs> oh, so really? I, I'm gonna have to do some research, I, and then if I find anything, I'll let you know. That's I really hope that you are more successful than I. Maybe we should talk to Brian. My, maybe Brian knows. He's gonna know. He knows. He's got all the answers. Oh yeah, Brian Wayne, man, he's incredible. The Bruce Wayne of freaking comic knowledge, <laughs> right? He's gonna be our, our go-to. We should just like do a, like a a segment where we go where we like let's phone Brian <laughs> when we don't. That have... would be so awesome. I would there we love go. that. There we go. We just came up with a brand new segment here. We're gonna be. Yay! It's gonna be called <laughs> "Let's Phone Brian Wayne" when we have a question about a character. <laughs> Oh, oh, poor Brian. I hope he has like 10 encyclopedias, which I'm sure he might. He's got it all he's in his an, head. He's an encyclopedia. That's right. It's I'm all actually going to go into Mile High Comics tomorrow. So I hope that he's in there tomorrow because I'm going to let him know about this. He's going he's gonna to get a kick out of it. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's funny. Um, yeah, but this one was funny. It was really cool. At the end, he gets freaking pie in his face. Classic, classic uh prank you know what i mean it's just it was just a fun silly silly story after all this dark 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 you know what i mean it was it was really cool yeah that's of, right i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it a whole lot but this next one was way cooler and you're gonna tell Yay. us about this next one i think this was one of my favorite ones here this was definitely this was my pick and it's because i've just become obsessed with harley quinn over the past few months i tried to avoid her like i said because she was so popular and i tend to like steer away from the popular stuff but i can't help but to identify with her so much so <laughs> here we go so we have harley quinn and little christmas tree and um the writer on this would be vita ayala artist elena case grande jordi belair for the colors and then letters by dave sharp so we start here with Harley Quinn getting arrested. She meets this. Okay. Yeah. She meets this detective lady and then she tries to do everything in her power. Mm -hmm. The detective lady ends up letting her off of a charge. So Harley Quinn takes it upon herself to try to do everything to like to bring some holiday cheer to this kind of uh, lonely detective cop lady. So, but so it's do just you, so creepy. So are you familiar with, with detective Montoya? I am not. She's a she's so, a actual character. Yes, so Detective Montoya is uh is a, a detective in the GCPD, and uh she uh, actually had a relationship with Batwoman with Kate uh Kate um uh, Batwoman. Oh, who, I remember I remember that relationship. This is yep, her. That's her. Yep. So oh, okay. And I guess they kind of parted ways and and things like that. So. Uh, so she's, she's kind of like that. super like depressed and lonely and she's like yeah no I'm I'm a lone I'm a lone wolf kind of a chick now and I'm I, I just do my thing and she's like super by the book and she like you know handles handles uh she's she's just a really great detective you know so um and she's always you know she does not like to see like it says in the book yeah she doesn't like to see when criminals are kind of uh treated badly uh, so she sticks okay. sticks up for for you know the the underdog. 
Yes, which is Harley Quinn in this case, mm-hmm. case which is probably her biggest mistake because <laughs> this chick does not leave her alone. She don't stop. I mean, <laughs> the lengths the length that she goes is just insane. I mean, you got to give it to her. It's pretty hilarious. Uh-huh. But geez, she yeah. breaks into her house at one point at the end, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. She 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 breaks in. She like she, but it, I mean, it, it's it's cool to kind of see um, Harley Quinn. Uh, I don't want to say break character from this Harley Quinn type character, but she kind of does. And, and because there's a moment where, where she says to Montoya, she says, you know, people forget that I'm, uh, you know, a psychologist, a psychologist. That's right. and I am in the mental health. I was in the mental health, uh, you know, profession before. This. So I right. kind of, I kind of know people and kind of know what they're going through and this kind of a thing. So, um, yeah, and actually, she takes her advice. They roast marshmallows, and she does open up to her about yeah, everything. So yeah. you're right; it's uh, she does end up, you know, I guess she does end up helping her in not a way that she expects. It's not with all the glitz and glam and, yeah. and super big presents, but it's more so just using her gift of psychology to yeah. just lend a shoulder. And I thought that was very beautiful. Yeah. So I'm like, girl, are you trying to? Are you trying to? push up on bad girls woman or what's going on here okay <laughs> i think i think it's more of you know um uh, she yes, she she's yeah she's definitely you know uh and she says it outright she says you stick up for the criminals who are treated badly you, you could have just left me there rotting right. over the weekend over the christmas in the, holiday in the clean in the clean yeah. i like the <laughs> the terminology she uses she's so old school and i like that they keep her old school yeah, and, and and she said, you know what? No, you you we you 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 are you are are uh, entitled to your due process. You know, you we we took we did our thing. And, you know, you did your time. Now let's just let you go. You know what I mean? Like do you do yeah. you do your time, and then that's it. You and then after and then after giving her that beautiful speech on how she is allowed due process and everything she ends up lighting a whole building up for her somehow <laughs> with it and she's like these aren't explosions with Christmas are they? Lights, yeah she's, yeah. <laughs> she's like you better just take them down in the morning she's like you got a girl yeah i thought it was really funny that every time that that harley quinn tried to bring her a present she thought like something was gonna blow up or something you know was gonna go crazy but it was it was she was actually being very kind yeah and, 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 and she's nice. like no this is real presence and i'm not about to, this is this is not some kind of backhanded you know i'm gonna kill you kind of a thing it's they've been kind of showing a lot of that in the harley quinn in the comics as well too like this was like you said the softer side this more uh less sinister side of her yeah. maybe maybe harley quinn will become one of the good guys what if she becomes a freaking titan or i don't know with the dc hit, you so know, that's that's kind of been the the thing you know people are kind of saying hey you know what's what's going on with Harley here, they are they trying to like, uh, you know, they're kind of humanizing her a little bit more. They're kind of making her a little bit more, uh, less of a a criminal and more of a a I don't not I don't want to say a hero, but a do gooder maybe like or somebody yeah, who actually has a heart. She definitely is right. You know? She definitely is. So I, I definitely they're, I don't want to I, yeah I I don't want to use the word humanizing, but they they are definitely humanizing. Um, you know, Harley Quinn uh, a lot lately. 
I think my, that might be the perfect word because it's taken me all of these years to barely even um, start to like her real weird. So maybe that has something to do with it. That's crazy. Yeah. But not, but, but I do like to go back and see all of the old school stuff too. You know, I get a kick out of her uh, sinister side and all of the, uh, <laughs> her psycho, you know, psychotic. <laughs> yeah. Her Jersey accent and everything like that. I just love her. Yeah. And Margot Robbie. I mean, who else is going to ever play Harley Quinn ever again? Nobody. Yeah, those movies. That's a different podcast. We could talk about that a different day. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of such, speaking of such, I just bought the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey trade paperback because they're fifty percent off all nice. trade paperbacks, and um, I am gonna crack this bad boy open tonight. Sweet, sweet. That's that sounds really cool. Awesome. All right, I don't have anything else. So that's the last story. Do you have anything else to talk about? I do not with this one. That was a, that was a very very good pick. Thank you for the suggestion on the New Year's Evil. Yeah, that I was a really cool. I found the hard book. copy of it. I found awesome. a hard copy of it. Yes, and I'm gonna forever cherish it. Cool. So, all right. So this next uh, segment that we've got here for you guys is something really fun and exciting. We're gonna be playing some twenty questions. Are you ready, Chanel? I am so ready, not as ready as I was with Wolverine, but you know, uh, <laughs> let's do this. I didn't prepare. I'm not at all ready. I just wanted to come in as blind. I wanted to see how good my Batman knowledge was. All so right. Let's all do right. this. So let's go ahead and move on to the next segment 20 questions. Alright guys, welcome to our next segment. We're going to roll out 20 questions here for Chanel for the first time. Chanel, I hope you are prepared for this really fun segment. I'm as little as prepared as a human can be, so if that's prepared, <laughs> yes. Alright, let's get it going. So, okay, <laughs> here are the rules, alright? So the, okay. the theme of this uh, segment here is Batman Villain Weaponry. And uh, you get okay. to ask yes or no questions, and I will answer yes or no, and you only get 20 of them. But oh, cl wow. closer to the end, if I see that that it's taken to, you, you, you can't get there without some help, maybe I'll throw some hints at you, maybe I won't. Uh, but uh, let's kind of let's get this going. You ready? Okay, I am ready. All right, let's go ahead and have your first question. I've got my tally sheet here, and I'm gonna go ahead and mark them down as you ask uh, the questions, and I will answer them yes or no. So, what is okay. your first question? Okay, closed questions only. Let's see. So, let's just start with what I know. Is it um, Harley Quinn's mallet? No. Okay. Um. Does it have to do with penguins umbrellas? No. Does it have to do with Catwoman? Catwoman. No. Okay. Uh, Mr. Freeze, is it a Mr. Freeze thing? No. Oh my goodness. Is it a bat <laughs> is it is it a Batman? Is it like a Batman thing? Like a Batman serum? No. Okay, is it is it a Batman? So, okay, okay, no, it's not <laughs> no, okay. go ahead, go it's ahead. Not, okay, okay, is it a Batman weapon? No, this is only Batman okay. villains. So, okay, I'll, so I'll is let that you a question? I'll, okay. I won't mark that one down for you. So it's only villains. So, 
So nothing with Batman, nothing with any any of the heroes. It is only the villains. Oh wow! Okay. So anything that they've got in their weaponry, though that you can you can ask those questions. So this has nothing to do. This no Harley Quinn weapons, right? No. No Joker weapons. Yes. Okay, here we go. Okay, Joker weapons. So let me think of some Joker weapons. Joker, Joker. That's question six. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, we're we're not. We got some to go. Um, what kind of weapons does Joker have? He has like some type of a. Uh, Gas, like he has, like a laughing gas that kills you, right? Is it a is it is it a laughing gas? Is that is that your question? Yes. What's the question? Is it is it a laughing gas? A deadly laughing gas? Yes. It is. You got it. I I told you I was gonna go easy on you. That wasn't easy though, you know. If I thought maybe I was gonna be able to get it right away, but when I start naming the down the line, I started to get worried. So no, no, thank you. That was great. <laughs> you got How that in questions? question. That was uh five. You got that in question seven. It was wow, <laughs> dude. That was so easy. <laughs> Aww, question seven. I thought it was good. I, I told you I was gonna go easy on you. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's okay. Let's move up levels, okay? We have like 10 levels. This is level one. Every time we do this, it'll okay. get more difficult. Okay. Uh, we can do that. That, that sounds okay. fun. We'll do that. I can, all right. All right. And I could even start testing you next time. Okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. We could do... If you want to do play this game next time, you can, you can come up with something and I'll ask the questions. All right. I'm down for that. <laughs> okay. So, because you won, do you want to hear what you, you what prize you got? Yeah, of course. All right. Chanel, this is what you've won. Chanel, you've won a year supply of Joker Killer Smile Toothpaste. Because everyone needs a smile that kills. Nice. <laughs> is, this a, is this a real thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course it's real, Chanel. Come on, oh you've never gosh. heard of Joker Killer Smile Toothpaste? I mean, maybe from the '90s movies, but I know how. <laughs> I know. I know not to mix it with hairspray or something like that. My uh, knowledge you, you is need, scarce. You need. You need uh, to keep those teeth white if you're gonna. If you're gonna be gassed by Joker toxin, right? So you can't. Right. You can't die with yellow teeth, right? I'll tell you what. I got a. <laughs> I got a teeth whitening not too long ago, and it felt like the Joker was doing it. So very painful process. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> All right, man. That Thank was. Thank you so much, Joey. That was awesome. <laughs> You're welcome. So this was a super easy one. Next time we'll we'll go a little bit harder on you. Um, I took yeah, it, I took it one. easy on you. I'll take it easy. Level level one with seven questions. Okay, so if we could do level two with more questions, we uh, know we're on the right right track. Right. <laughs> All right, Chanel. Because uh, you know that was our last segment of the show that means yes. we're coming to a close so i've got so out out of how many out of like these 30 freaking stories in this book which one was your favorite story um you know i have to say that it was heart the harley quinn one although um it was towards the end but i really liked the toy man and i liked okay. and i liked poison ivy cool cool yeah so my favorite would ha- have to be Joker, the Joker, the amateur. 
Um, That one was just a really cool story. Uh, You finally saw Joker a little bit more vulnerable. Um, I know people are going to be like, this is not a Joker story. This is not who Joker is. He would never do that. And nobody would ever kind of pull one over on him. They would, he would never take uh, credit for somebody else's, uh, you know, genius. Um, right. But I, I, I think I, I liked it because of that. It was a little different, and it, it definitely made me feel like uh, it was a cool story. I, I liked it a whole lot, you know. Um, I, I definitely liked the uh, Sinestro story. That one was really yeah. cool. Um, I really liked that one a lot as well. That one was really good. And then <laughs> I think I liked the uh, the the prankster story. That one was just fun, silly. I want to see some prankster uh, back in some comics. Uh, that that was really cool. Yes. Oh, and also I have to say that after Kronos and everything like that, um, I'm really looking forward to uh, Dave, the writer, Dave. Dave Wagos, yeah. Kronos. Yeah, I'm, I'm really cool. hoping that we could get a Kronos. That would be great. So. Yeah, that was good. That was really great. Ten awesome stories. Pick up that New Year's Evil. I think it's like nine bucks yeah. on the shelves, but I recommend mm-hmm. it highly. Yeah, cool. So I know it's Christmas time. You know, Merry Christmas, Chanel. Um, I hope Merry you, Christmas, Joey. Thank you. I hope you and your family are are doing well. I hope Santa Santa Joker brings you anything, everything that you uh, asked for <laughs> and more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty I'm pretty blessed, I have to admit. So, yes, I hope that you and your family have an awesome Christmas, too. I look Thank forward you. to, you know, seeing some awesome photos. And, awesome. you know, you get, you. To, you get to enjoy some warmth. We're going to be stuck with a lot of snow over here. Oh, so yeah. maybe I might yeah. send you some snowy videos just so you yeah. can feel hope, cold in us, Arizona. Yeah, because it's only... It's it was like sixty in in the mid sixties the high sixties today. Really, <laughs> and it's the the coldest it's been it's been is probably this week, and it's gonna be uh, maybe like thirty nine, maybe forty. <laughs> but not, oh wow! But that's not cold at all, right? <laughs> we're we're actually looking forward to Wednesday because it's gonna be fifty. We're gonna break fifty degrees Wednesday, so we're excited for oh, that. People are that's pulling out the their day, summer clothes. Right? <laughs> yeah, and the day's so short that it's like you know four good hours of warmth. <laughs> yeah. So the so the the uh, the uniform out here in Arizona is a light uh, like a light windbreaker and shorts oh wow <laughs> i'm so jealous I, i'm layered i'm literally i have i probably have two pair of socks uh, oh, man. sweats hoodies a uh, robe on oh man I, today I look hilarious today I look like it was a so cat lady it was so stinking hot today you know i was r- driving uh back and forth from from jobs today with the windows down <laughs> what so, yeah it was it was warm today for me <laughs> And, but well, you know what? I I can't complain. I didn't have to scrape windows or snow off today, so that's always a good thing. When you could just jump in the car and wait for the windows you to know just kind of fog out. I want that. <laughs> Do you really? I want it. I'm I'm sitting over here sweating my my Joker smile off. <laughs> well, I don't even have. I'm frowning so much that I'm gonna end up just getting a resting face. That's you know, funny. David, my fiance, the first nine years of his life, he grew up in Arizona, so oh, yeah? he knows. Yeah, he knows, he knows how, the transition. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. And that he said when he went back as an adult, he was like, "This is extremely hot." Yeah, he wasn't hot as a kid, but yeah. I bet, so. I bet. 
I live vicariously through him when I'm really cold. I'm like, tell me again how it was when you were a kid. That's funny. <laughs> All right, guys. We thank you guys for coming and hanging out with me. Thank you so much, Joey. Um, have a good year and a new happy new year. You, hey, I'll- do you have any New Year's resolutions? For this year, I actually do. What is that? So... It's going to be working out. Me and David are going to motivate each other, and we are going to start working out. And I'm talking seriously. It doesn't matter if I'm tired. We're going to motivate each other. We're going to eat healthy. It's going to be just a whole different. 2020 is going to be like the breakout year for us to be just like super sexy and healthy. That's the, the number one new year's resolution for everybody in america (laughs) (laughs) isn't that the truth yeah so i i i don't know if i have any resolutions maybe maybe, you know uh, i don't want to say read more comics but maybe read more (laughs) comics and uh i think i need to be more organized and and kind of okay uh, organize my uh, my priorities better. I think that's I think that's that's a good one. I think I should I should say yeah. organize I, my I priorities actually, better. I actually I could I could adopt that one too, Joey. So <laughs> maybe I'll hop on. I'll have two resolutions this year: one with you and one with David. So yeah. Now I got now I have now I have a double. <laughs> There you go. All right, guys. We thank you guys. Happy Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, You guys can find us on Twitter at The Big Two Pod, Facebook, Big Two Podcast, Instagram. Hit us up the same uh, at Big Two Podcast at gmail.com if you want to be a part of the show. Um, You know, check us out on all our social media. Uh, You know, we'll see you guys next time. That's right. Have a good one. Thank you. Christmas Eve. Let's kick back and get into the spirit. The Joker's escaped from Arkham Asylum, Robin. And you really think he's going to make his move on Christmas Eve? Even scum spend the holidays with their families. He has no family. Okay, I'll make a deal with you. If we go out on patrol and Gotham is quiet with no sign of the Joker, we come back here, have Christmas dinner, and watch It's a Wonderful Life. You know... I've never seen that. I could never get past the title. 